Hey, listeners, tighten those earbuds, turn up those speakers, and tune in closer for the highly anticipated Carry On podcast. Carry On is a lifestyle podcast providing 21st century perspective on business, financial, family, and life matters. Carry On illuminates ways extraordinary people are bringing kindness into their communities and work in ordinary and extraordinary ways. It is now streaming. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. This is the Carry On Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Judy Hines. Again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, You know what? It's just so nice to be nice. It's so nice to be caring. It's so nice to be kind. And we are uh, talking to extraordinary people who are doing extraordinary things. And we have such a person today. We have Samantha Sunkins on this platform today out of Savannah, Georgia. She's doing great things. Uh, I just want to say hello to you, uh, Samantha. How are you today? I am great. Hello, Mother. I'm glad you're with us, and I know that you're a talker, and I'm a talker, so we better get started here. We better get started. Uh, I want to know uh, from uh, you how important it is to to go beyond, I would say that this is the... uh, the name of your outreach beyond the walls community outreach how important is it that we go beyond the walls uh now that we go outside the door that we come out of the box in order to serve our community it mother it is vitally important that we go beyond the walls Um, as the world is still experiencing what we call the pandemic era, um, it is absolutely necessary that we diversify our mission and our assignment because um, we know that the pandemic caused us not to gather as we traditionally do. And so it's caused Uh us to be um, creative because um, even though we have limitations and restrictions, we still have the assignment of impacting the community, the cities, the nations where we live. And so it is vitally important that we stay connected to the assignment. And I've spent a lot of time um, imposing and impressing um, to those who work alongside me that the, the mission and the assignment continues even in the midst of limitations we still have assignments to fulfill. And, and I think that what God does is uses these outreach uh, 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 outreaches to uh, give a great service because people's lives need to be touched. People need to know that they are cared for. People need to know that they are important, especially those who are um, uh, we, I would call them um, deprived or we're talking about senior citizens. We're talking about elderly. We're talking about um, uh, youth who uh, uh, are in uh, con- you know homes. Uh, I, I forget what you call the type of homes, but they're they're there because they are high functioning, but they still need to be cared for. Uh, one of the things that I don't like to see in society is for people to feel that they are lost and that they are left out. 
And so outreach gives them that touch, that special touch uh, that they need to know that they are still loved, that they are cared for, and that uh, they do count. They do count that their life is still uh, valuable. I want to ask you, uh, how long have you all uh, or how long have you been involved in outreach? How long have you been doing this? We started this Beyond the Walls outreach eight years ago as a um, offshoot of the outreach evangelistic ministry of Bethine Baptist. Um, um, as you know, I am a nurse by profession, and a lot of my nursing um, career has been with the elderly, geriatric nursing, the elderly, um, the mentally challenged. And so um, upon arriving at yeah. Bethina, I began to look around the community to assess where the need for outreach was. And just beyond uh, maybe a block, it's not even a block, but right behind the um, um, Bethine Baptist Church is a high rise called the Rosa Sharon, where our senior community is housed. And um, that passion to serve um, our seniors drove us over there. And so we met with the coordinator there and we started an, what we call the Helping Hands Outreach Ministry. And we go in there twice a month um, to offer um, music, worship, prayer. Um, and we use the gift of music, sound, to draw them out because over in the Rosa Sharon, we found that many of the seniors don't have um, relatives. They don't have anyone to check on them. And a lot of them are just um, hiding, um, so to speak, behind the walls of their apartments. And so God gave us an instrument called worship. We use that instrument of music to draw them out of their apartments. And um, over the years, we found that many of them really don't have any family involvement. They have needs that we have been blessed to supply and just to come alongside aside them as a support system and to engage them to come out of their apartments and um, to keep their social skills alive because um, not only do we provide some natural things but uh, many of them has have embraced this outreach ministry as a family, as a family unit. We have um, assisted them in many different entities and they are often quoted um, saying that Bethine is their family. And so I think it's vital that we don't forget our seniors because um, there is a tendency to forget our elderly. And so with that being said, we have um, serviced them with lunches, um, provided blankets, um, um, hats and gloves. Um, we host a annual Thanksgiving din dinner and it's a hot, a full hot meal that we go over, over and we prepare and go over and serve them. Um, we also started something that we call the Kingdom Gathering, but we um, um, diversified it and made it a community block party. And we have brought um, um, things that they need, um, hygiene objects. Um, we incorporated it with our youth and we've um, combined both the elderly, the youth and the homeless. And we also adopted something that, that we got from mother called the um, uh, For His Glory Brown Bag. You remember that mother, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so yeah. We, we, we incorporated that along with the elderly, the youth and the homeless. And we take those brown bags into what they call Tent City, where the homeless camps are, and we feed them. Um, we give them the brown bags, which has a full lunch in it. Also, um, toiletry items, just things that they will need just for their daily, um, um, daily life activities. 
Okay, let me ask this question because the pandemic was real. I know you had more free course before the pandemic, but uh, during the pandemic, during the pandemic, uh, uh, how did you keep this program going? How did you stay connected to uh, your uh, constituents that you were serving? During the pandemic, we partnered with a, um, a local food bank and, and another local church, the White Bluff um, Methodist Church. We partnered with them and we prepared um, food boxes and we dropped them off at the at the at the recreation center, the center, the area, the room that they gathered. We met with the program coordinator, and we were able to just drop these box lunches or well, these boxes of food. We did that twice a month. But also, um, we partnered with a young lady who was a part of the outreach, and we provided hot lunches, bag lunches that, but they they had hot food items in them, and we dropped them off every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and we were grateful that we were allowed because we was I was very concerned about losing touch, especially with the elderly. If you change the uh, routine, so to speak, it causes a disconnect. And I did want to um, lose the disconnect, um, caused it to be a disconnect. And also um, some of my team members, they called them weekly just to assess if they had needs or if they um, needed um, help in any, whatever entity we could provide that help and so we used the telephone <laughs> we used the telephone okay. to stay connected and we used the um, drop off services to make sure we stay connected and then um, normally at Christmas time we have this big um, food giveaway and so this past Christmas we used the availability of the square the Whitfield Square we went to the Whitfield Square and we set up tables where we dispensed the, the um, baskets of food I did Christmas carols. It was simply amazing. I, as a matter of fact, we like that. We like that um, new um, outreach. I think we're going to continue it um, because mm -hmm. it gives us mm -hmm. an opportunity not just to go into the Rosa Sharon per se, but even those who are passing through the park. It gave us an opportunity to share love. Um, we do it because um, the the Bible instructs us that we are to. Um, carry out the great commission and go out and make disciples but we found out that not only are we called to make disciples but we're called to leave an imprint and that imprint is love every action that we do is the imprint of love we want to make sure um that we leave um the love factor whatever we're doing is christ's imprint and that imprint is the imprint of love well, I think I heard a couple of things here, but one of the things that I want to highlight are the two words, partnership and collaboration. Uh, also, because you're showing love to the seniors, but God, is, uh, but you're, you are connecting with other agencies uh, to get the job done. You're partnering with them. Uh, I go back to something that I was trained with growing up, not to do your work in a vacuum that not one no one person can do it all and so outreach has to be outreach on several fronts or several levels outreach to other agencies uh to partner outreach to the ones that you are serving the constituents and so this here is what makes the world go round love makes the world go round and so this is what god has given me um uh as i'm listening to you that 
it is a an opportunity that he's affording us to show love to show his love uh throughout throughout and it goes beyond the walls you have to go out beyond the walls that means you're going to have to embrace diversity you're going to have to embrace doing things differently uh you're going to have to uh incorporate change embrace change because things are changing society is changing rules are changing covid brought about change so how did you all adapt did you find it difficult to adapt to the changes or you just went with the flow, just went with the flow? It wasn't difficult because um, this assignment, this this assignment is in our hearts. And so when something yeah. is in your heart, it's easy to transition because the goal is to make it happen. Mother, you know, yeah. I, I've said this. This has been my motto for as long as I've known you. We're going to make this happen by any means necessary. <laughs> and so and so, when it's our motto, when we understand that it's, it's a heart, this thing is connected to our hearts. And when something is connected to your heart, it's very easy to make sure that it happens. Amen. I, I, I thought I felt a little churchy right there on the podcast. <laughs> it's very easy uh, to make this happen. Uh, it, 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 love flows. The currency of love flows and you have to avail yourself to it. Uh, uh, one of the things I want to commend you all on is making yourself available, available to serve. Uh, saying yes to being a servant uh, in the communities. Uh, and I think we need to see more of that. We need more volunteers who will do that. And we need all hands on deck. After all, we are in a crisis. This has been a traumatic experience. And so we have to increase even in our giving of ourselves. So outreach and community is not anything that comes from, you cannot be selfish. This is a selfless act. Well, uh, I find out that you cannot be selfish and serve others. What, what's your comment on that? Absolutely. We cannot be selfish because when we first started this um, assignment, we didn't have partnerships. So we sold it ourselves because we understood that God wanted us to do this. So we sold it ourselves. We gave of our own substance. We made the sacrifice yes. to make sure that it happened. Um, and even in this, even in this assignment, I, I was just so amazed how our young people gravitated to this assignment. I have lots and lots of pictures. Um, I remember the first time we went into the homeless camp, we took our young people and you know, young people, you never know how they're going to respond, but they came back with these um, pictures that blew my mind to see the young people engaging um, what we what, what some would say, um, not not really wanting to walk up on the folks that are laying on the benches and um, laying under the tree um, of that our children to see our young people get involved hands on. It was just amazing. It's just amazing. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So this is <clears throat> this is the way uh, that we are going to. Uh, have to afford ourselves to if we're going to see our society change that we're going to have to lend a helping hand we're going to have to lift somebody else up we go we may have to go the distance to see somebody else's life change for the better it's about life-changing experiences 
for the better. Well, we're out of time, Pastor Samantha. It's been a blast. It's been a Thank blast. Thank you. Uh, Listen, we got to do this again sometime. But listen, listeners, we hope you've enjoyed it today. Uh, we thank you for joining us. This has been another episode of the Carry On Podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Judy Hines, and I'll see you next time. Know someone with an incredible story to share or actively working in their community to promote kindness? We'd love to tell their story. Please send your suggestions to the Carry On Podcast at gmail.com. Have a question about how to deal kindly with a difficult situation? Dr. Hines will take your question to her experts on a future episode. Please send an email that can be read on the podcast at thecarryonpodcast at gmail.com.